Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today. Or if you are brand new to the show, welcome. I'm so excited to have you be a new listener in this amazing community. And if you have not met me before, my name is Aubrey Malik, and I am super passionate about helping women just like you transition out of the traditional nine to five job so that you can have more time, more freedom, more flexibility, more choice in your life to spend time with the people you love, to do more of what you wanna do. And in today's episode, we're gonna be talking more about about the money side of things. I'm gonna be putting a little unique twist on raising rates or making more as a freelancer, or if I need to make more than just maybe a couple thousand a month, what could that look like for me? Can I actually do that? I've been getting a lot of these questions in my DMs of I need to, you know, replace maybe a corporate salary or maybe more than just a couple thousand dollars a month. What could that look like for me? Or I'm at this place where I have been freelancing for a while and I need to raise my rates so that I can make what I was currently making. So I'm going to talk on both sides of the coin, like how to actually do that tangibly. And then just my own, what what I truly believe as far as like working and making money. So bear with me. It's going to be a good episode. Let's dive on into the show. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business. And now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Okay, so most of the people who come into my audience or my community, a lot of them are teachers. I talk about leaving the teaching profession. I talk about how I did that. And I know even though we need teachers and I, I don't, I'm not trying to pull all the teachers out of it. My hope is that I can just show whether you're a teacher or not, but I can just show you that even if you went to school, if you got a degree, if you thought that the career that you're in right now was going to be what you would do for the rest of your life, and now you're feeling like my circumstances have changed or I don't feel that way anymore, but I don't know what else I could do because I feel like I've been trained and this is the path that I was supposed to be on. This is the path I thought was gonna be my life. How could I do anything different? I want to be able to show you that there is a possibility for that. And most of the people who come into my community, again, are teachers and I know that and teacher, a lot of teachers don't make a ton of money. I have had recently more teachers saying, hey, I've been in it for X amount of years, and so leaving doesn't feel doable because I'm already at this point income-wise. So how could I potentially walk away from that, walk away from the retirement? And this is where I just wanna share a little bit of like the other side of the coin. I know that we all need money, right? Money is what makes the world go round, 
but I also have had a lot of conversations with people who are looking at the other side of things. And while yes, we all need to make an income, a lot of families cannot go down to just one income, whether that's truly they can't do it or if they want to maintain a certain lifestyle, they don't want to do that. And I am not here to tell you what whatever way is right or wrong. My family was in that situation. We probably could have made it work, barely made it work with just my husband's salary, but I was a school teacher. My husband is still a school counselor. We were not, you know, by any means making tons of money. We do live in a pretty affordable area. You know, we didn't have this huge mortgage, this huge house, so we could have made it work. But it just, we we knew that like we don't, we wanna still be able to do some things. We still wanna take a vacation. We still wanna be able to, you know, go out to dinner um, and not have to worry like, can we make this work? So for us, me making an income, making close to what I was making, was what the ultimate goal was. Something else my husband and I looked at was, okay, if I continue to work to make that income as a teacher, which for me was right around 2,000, 2,000 a month, give or take. If I continue to work and make that 2,000 a month as a teacher, and we had to put both of our boys in full-time daycare, what would that look like for our family? Well, that would look like a majority of my paycheck. And obviously my husband and I, like our, our finances are one, so it's not just, it wouldn't just be me paying for daycare, um, but a majority of my paycheck, again, me going and working, would have been paying for daycare. So I would have been working to make the money, to pay for somebody to watch my kids all day. And in my mind, I was like, well, that feels kind of silly if I could at least make the money that I would have been making if I stayed full-time teaching, like if that was still our reality, you know, that was would have been the way that we would have had to do it. Can I make the money that I would have been making teaching and I don't have to send my kids to daycare and I could be at home with them and they could stay at home with me and I could enjoy all those moments because those things were important to me. So that was that was one thing that we were looking at. And so one thing that I asked myself, and again, I'm gonna talk about the tangible things, but one thing I want to just paint the picture for you or just have you sit and think about it is, at that moment, I asked myself, like, what do we really need? Um, for my family, it wasn't just about the income. Obviously, we needed some of my income, right? Uh, I needed to at least make that amount of money if I was going to be working and sending my kids to daycare, but we did need my money but i also asked myself and my husband and i sat down and we we've had conversations many times about this but what would not working at a traditional job again for me it was teaching do for my family and for myself so taking the money piece out of it and i don't want to pull that completely outside of the equation because i understand we all need money especially during these times like it for a lot of us it's not feasible to only have one income, to only have one person working outside the, out the household. But again, for me, my husband and I, we looked at it as like, what would me not having that traditional job, what would that do for my family? What benefits would it bring to our family that maybe we couldn't put like a dollar amount on? And I knew for me, the way that I wanted um, to raise my kids, the way that I wanted their childhood to be, just for my overall health and my happiness, I knew that that kind of outweighed some of the monetary things. Now, I'm not saying that like, just throw all caution to the wind, quit your job, because the benefits of being at home with your kids and living a happy, healthy life, like, you know, peace, love, happiness, like, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that some people are starting to realize that. They're starting to realize that it's not just about making the money. You can't take the money with you at the end of the day, like when you die. So if you're building this career and building this life and you have this job because like, yes, the money is great, but at the end of the day, 
your kids don't know you or like you don't get to enjoy time off or the demands are so hard that like your mental health and your physical health, all that is like sucking the life out of you. What is that? Like, is that really worth it? Um, I actually want to share something with you. Somebody on my personal Facebook page, I won't name any names, but somebody posted something about how like they, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I want to be a housewife or I want to be a stay-at-home mom. And they're saying like, I've always wanted to have this career and you can't, like, I love this career so much that like I would choose this at the end of the day. And there were a lot of different comments because of course, like you post something like that and you're opening yourself up to people having their thoughts about it. And I want to share, again, I'm not sharing any names, but I want to share what somebody quoted on there. They said, I would have loved staying home with my kids. I missed everything. On my deathbed, I will never wish I worked more. I can promise that. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize that. And I think that's why a lot of people are looking outside to say, is there something that I can do? Even if it doesn't necessarily bring me the same amount of money, will it bring me enough money that we can be comfortable, but I'm happier. My kids are happier. My kids know me. I enjoy moments with them. I can go volunteer at school things. I don't have to ask anybody, can I take time off? If my kids are sick, I can stay home with them and I can move my schedule around and I don't have you know, a big boss man to answer to. People are starting to realize that. So again, I wanna just ask you, just to throw this out there before we get to the more tangible things. What is the cost of not trying something different? Even if it doesn't match your current salary. But, but I know that people want to have their cake and eat it too. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're like, yeah, but I also still want to make the same amount of money that I'm making or really come close to it or maybe even surpass it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I get it. You want to have the best of both worlds. So you want to look at, can I potentially replace a bigger income? Or if I'm currently freelancing now, can I raise my rates so that I could potentially make more than I'm what I was currently making in my job. Like maybe you've already replaced your income. Again, like I said, a lot of people come to me and they need a couple thousand dollars a month. Maybe they need $5,000 a month, depending on what your job is. And again, like I said, look at that budget and kind of take out some of those added expenses of like, well, if I didn't have to put my kids in daycare or if I didn't have to have that long commute, the gas money or the wear and tear on my car. Again, like you're kind of peeling back those layers and looking at, okay, what would we need to live? That's like the one piece of it. But if you're like, hey, I wanna live and enjoy, there's nothing wrong with that. So let's dive into that piece of it. So when you want to figure out what you need to make, what you need to replace, what that's going to look like in the freelancing space, it's a simple math equation that you can do right now. This can be something that you can put on a sticky note, you can put it on your mirror, you can put it on your commute so that you know, okay, this is what it would look like. But basically what you wanna do is you wanna say, okay, how much are you either currently making each month right now, or what do you want to be making? And then what you're going to want to do is say, how many hours for that month would I have to work um, in order to make that amount of money? And then you're going to get an hourly rate. So say you want to work 25 hours a week times four or some months there's four and a half weeks, right? There's a little bit more than that. So you can try different numbers and different calculations. So you take that 25 hours, you times that by four or 4.5, you're gonna get the total number of hours per month that you're going to work. Then all you have to do simply is take that total salary that you have, divide it by the number of hours that you are going to want to work 
per month. Okay. And then this can vary. That number can vary. So 25 hours per week can be more like maybe you're like, my kids are, are grown. They're out of the house or they're in school full time. So I can work longer days or, you know, maybe you're like me and you're like, I only want to work like four to five hours per day. Maybe some days less. Maybe I want to take Fridays off. So again, like play with that number, play with that calculation. But once you get the total number of hours per month and you're going to take that and you're going to say my total salary divided by my total hours per month, that's going to give you an hourly rate of what you would need to charge in order to get that. Now, again, this number can vary because some of you might not be charging hourly. Some of you are charging hourly. Some of you might look at that hourly rate and think, oh my gosh, I'm not even anywhere near that. Again, that's something that you're going to work up to. Or if you are coming from a job where you are making more, um, maybe you're closer to that eight, nine, 10K a month because you have um, a more traditional like corporate job or you know, you're know you in like a like I'm thinking of like a marketing space or a marketing firm or like an admin type role where you're higher up in the chain of command and you're making that amount of money. The nice thing is that you already have a skill set. You already have something to offer to a business owner. You probably have been trained in something that would a small business owner would benefit from having your knowledge. And now you can take that skill set and you can say, hey, I'm going to package up what I do in my traditional job, or maybe I'm going to tweak it, or maybe I'm really going to tweak it to the type of business owners that I want to work with. And I'm going to package that up and say, hey, I can offer these services to you. It's going to be beneficial for you as opposed to having like somebody in-house doing this where it could cost them way more. I'm going to offer my services to you. It's going to cost you X amount. And then you can say, okay, like I would work, you know, this package or this amount of services would, you know, take X amount of hours per month, per week, what have you. Um, but then you can start to work backwards on that way. Or you can say, hey, I have this package. I need to make $10,000 a month. And that means that I need to gain four clients at this package. So say it was 2,500 package, four clients at that would equal that $10,000 mark. Now that might seem scary for some of you who are coming again from that. Maybe I don't, I don't make $10,000 a month. I only make $3,000 a month or, you know, like I was saying, I only made $2,000 a month. So I didn't start out getting to that place of I'm charging $2,500 for a package. I'm making $10,000 a month. I worked up to that, but I just wanted to paint the picture and show you that it is possible. And of course, as you are gaining new skills, as you are learning more, and this can come with investing in yourself. So if you want to be able to charge more, maybe you don't already have a skill set, but you want to acquire a skill set so that you can charge more, that might mean investing in yourself. Think about that when you went to college. You had to invest in yourself, and I, I definitely invested. I'm still paying those student loans. Um, I have a goal of when I'm going to pay them off by, but I am still paying on those loans. I had to invest tons of money in order to make the very little amount of money that I was making as a teacher. So think about if maybe you could take a $500 course, or maybe it's it's a little bit more. Maybe you get one-on-one -on -one mentoring, and you can learn a skill set that that skill set now is going to allow you to become more sought after or to be able to deliver a more efficient or um, a more effective or to be able to deliver strategy to your clients, whatever that is. Now you can charge more for your expertise because you have that skill set. You have that skill set that business owners want. You can charge more um, for your value, for your knowledge, and now you can raise your rates. So it can happen. It absolutely can happen. You can absolutely replace higher income salaries. You can make more than what you were currently making. It's going to take kind of looking at those numbers numbers, kind of playing around with that, looking at your packages. I always like to work backwards, right? Like I don't want to say I'm going to charge myself that I'm going to charge my packages to be this because that's what, you know, maybe everybody else is charging. Like 
What do you want to make? What do your packages need to be in order to make that amount? And then again, it does not have to be an overnight thing. I think sometimes maybe we see that hourly amount or we see the package price and we think, oh my gosh, like I could never work up to that. Gain some experience, gain some testimonials, gain some confidence under your belt, and then start to raise those rates slowly. So maybe you want to work up to charging $1,000 for your Pinterest package. Maybe you don't start there. Maybe you start at $600 and say, okay, I'm going to get three clients doing this Pinterest package. After I get three clients doing this Pinterest package and I start getting some testimonials and I get some case studies and I get some experience under my belt of doing this, now my next three clients, I'm gonna charge $700. And you can start to work up from there. So you, you can start to plan for when you can hit that goal mark of that salary or that what you want to be making. Again, think back to episode, the episode last week where we talked about goal setting. Think about what that could look like, setting those measure, measurable goals, those specific goals. If you want to replace a bigger salary or you want to raise your rates, what is that going to look like? How are you going to do that? How specific can you get with that? And, and then having that number, taking that time to do the calculation like we talked about, about what do you wanna make per month? How many hours is that per week? What is the total number per month? What is that hourly rate that I need to charge? Or what is the package pricing that I need to charge in order to get there? Um, so I wanted to share two sides of that coin of maybe the cost of you not quitting the job, not doing something different is costing you more than just the money. And then the other side of the coin is I understand that money is important, that we all need to make money, that you need to replace your income. So how can I do that? Is it possible to do that with freelancing? And it absolutely is. It might not be an overnight thing. It might take some time to build up to that. I was actually just talking to a teacher in my DMs who she's planning for this right now. She just started her freelancing business. It is um, end of November when I'm recording this now, but it's going to, you know, going into December and she is planning on having her, She's planning on leaving teaching at the end of the year, but she has her, her teacher salary until July. So she's setting herself up for a little over seven months of, I'm going to get this business off the ground. I'm going to start getting clients. I'm going to start working towards that so that when that teacher salary does go away, not only do I have a little bit of a nest egg built up for that of, you know, getting this dual income, but I'm planning for that so that I know that when July comes, I'm not starting at ground zero. I've already built up myself to becoming close to replacing that income or maybe even replacing that income. For me, it happened in four months. I was able, you know, two months of doing teaching and freelancing and, you know, coming pretty close to that. My second month in, I made $1,500 in my business. And again, remember as a freelancer, your overhead is not, there's not a ton of overhead to run your business. Yes, you have to take care of taxes and maybe you have to think about health insurance, but the amount of profit that you can have as a freelancer, because you don't need all these different things to run your business is very high. So it's easier for you to replace that, that salary income because you don't have a ton of overhead of like, okay, in order for me to actually make this $10,000, I need to make double or triple that in order to be able to cover my expenses and bring that profit home. Um, as a freelancer, your profit margin is really super high. So that went off into a little bit of a tangent. I wanted to share both those things, especially as you are prepping and planning for next year and you're starting to think, maybe I wanna hit those higher income months or you know, maybe I wanna start this business. Can I do it? Is it possible? I wanted to share both sides of the coin of, you know, what is the cost of you not doing this? Is that going to cost you more than just finances? And then the other side of it is, yes, I need the finances and I wanna have the happiness and the health and the choice and the freedoms. So how can I actually tangibly do this. And I wanted to share both sides of those things too. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. As always, I love and appreciate you. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps us reach more and more women like you who are looking for the same thing, that freedom, that choice, that flexibility that comes from owning an online freelancing business. So until next time, I will catch you in the next episode.
Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.